0: What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the scorecard, the boxing scorecard where I ask you to bring your scorecard and an explanation, not just simply your opinion. Take this big thing down here. All right, all right. Let's get right to it. So, um fight that we're going to be talking about was for the WBA World Featherweight uh championship. Oh, no, no, not was it for the belts? Anyways, at the World Featherweight division between Mister Lee Wood and Mauricio Lara, let's get into the full details. So, the challenger coming into this, Mister Mauricio Lara Acosta from Mexico, comes in with a record of 26 wins, with 19 knockouts, only two losses, uh, and one draw. Uh, he's had some a good win. Uh, again, he fought Josh Warrington twice. He beat him by TKO. The second one was a oh, yeah, stopped by an accidental headbutt. So he's had he's fought, um, you know, Warrington, a couple of other good guys. Uh, but Warrington is the best um opposition that he's faced going into this fight against Lee Wood, pulling up his stats. Lee Lethal is his nickname. <laughs> Lee Wood coming in with a record of 26 wins. 60 knockouts with only three defeats. Um, last year, sorry, was it last year or earlier this year? What was the date for that fight he had against Michael Conlon? 2020, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, late late last year. He had probably one of the fights, uh, runner-up for fight of the year against Michael Conlon in which uh, Lee Wood got knocked down in the first or second round. And when it was looking in rough shape, but fought his way back and ended up stopping Michael Conlon. I believe it was in the 11th or 12th round. Um, that was a great fight there. But Lee Wood, he's had some other good fights, too. He's pulling up his box wreck here. He's, uh, he's been around for a while from the U.K. Shout out to, uh, shout out to my mans in U.K. there. Um, but anyway, Michael Conlon. And I'm assuming they're going to have a rematch with that, that one, too. Yeah. Um, so anyways to the scorecard so this fight ended up with a seventh round stoppage by mr lara um it was back and forth back and forth the judges my specific scorecard i had it going in to the eighth round thank you thank you for the pictures um going into the eighth round i had it 66 a piece. well i had it a draw but Going into the sixth round, sorry, I had uh, it was I had it 58-56 for Lee Wood. Um, I had it 58-56 for Lee Wood going into that seventh round. So um, yeah, that's 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 the way to end it up. The judges at the time of the stoppage had it one judge had it 59-55, 58-56. Same score as me, and another judge had it 58-56. So two of the judges had the same score as me, and the the other judge had it 59-55. Let us go through each round. Not much notes. Uh, So for the first round, I had not much action. Woods was throwing more jabs. Lara Lara started late. Lara, he came back, but it was more later in that that first round. It wasn't much action, but at least um, Lee Woods was – establishing his jab a little bit more than, uh, than Lara was trying to start his offense. The next two rounds rounds two and three I actually marked them as close rounds. I actually had in this, and out of the seven rounds, I marked one, two, three, three out of the seven rounds as close rounds. So number two and number three, I marked as close rounds. My notes for number round number two, which I gave to Lara. First round I gave to Leewood. Second round, Gave to Lara. notes for the second round. Woods was winning until Lara hurt him late. Quick counter, right hand. Yes, yes. That was. Um, it was. It was kind. Of, it, was, it was close. It was back and forth. Um, thing was probably about 30, 30 seconds into the last round. As I pull up my highlights here, probably thirty seconds into the, maybe more than thirty seconds, about forty five. Lara caught him with a with a counter right hand, which visibly hurt Woods. And um, in the professional ranking that uh that that would uh you know give you the edge as far as if it's a close round who who you give the edge to round three i marked let me see is any yeah you know, where's where's everybody in the chat where's everybody in the chat where's the scorecards i know it was another good fight on the neary fight was also a good one too I didn't, I didn't get a chance to to watch and score that one but i will and uh throw it up on twitter shout out to talk and fight uh Round three, I marked it as a close round. I gave it to Lee Woods. Oh, I don't have any notes for round three here, but uh, it was a close round. Round four, I gave to Laura. See, these rounds were back and forth. My notes for round four was Laura landed some good punches, Woods too, but Laura was more consistent with his offense in that fourth round. So I gave that one, gave that one to Laura. I should have wrote some more notes. I thought I would remember a little bit more details about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah going into the fourth round now not going into the fifth round mark that i marked the fifth round as a close round so two three and going into this fifth round I marked it as a close round and my notes for uh for round five was the way that they were both going back at it it was it was like my turn your turn you know they're both you know taking each taking uh, 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 turns with their offense, which obviously that that happens. But, you, you know, you would think or try one of them to, to try to counterpunch or to try to throw off the other person's rhythm to try to counterpunch while the other person is throwing. But um, it was really – it was literally just back and forth, back and forth with offense and defense. Not much separated Woods and Laura in that fifth round. Um so i marked it as a close round but i gave marked it as a close round but i gave it to woods just because he slightly edged out a little bit more round six go so going into round six i had it 58 56 for lee wood and that in round six i marked it uh 10-9 for lee wood my notes for round six was woods pushed a pushed a bit more pushed the pace a little bit more and that's what edged it out again this whole fight Almost every round, you can mark it as close. It was either one significant punch that Laura landed in a round or just the the, the little bit more consistent pressure that uh, that Lee Wood was putting on him that gave him the edge in certain rounds. So this was a very close fight. Now for the ending. Let me take a sip before we get through this. Can the pictures keep turning too? Yes, 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 right here. Pause it on this picture right here for a second. Well, actually, I think the next three of them are are the same picture from different angles, but you could pause it here for a second, please. So as a coach, when you emphasize, you know, what drills you're doing with your boxers, specifically talking about accuracy, most people think in all sports, most people just think about accuracy with your offense, with landing your punches, which is a perfect example right here of what Lara landed left hook, right on the chin, not just anywhere on the cheek or the forehead. Those punches are hard too, but on the chin is, when, is, is the one that does the most damage. Um, but what I want to specifically talk about, and the people that know me know how much I emphasize defense, is accuracy for your defense too. See, Lee Woods right here, his right hand, he actually he did have his right hand up, but it was just not in the accurate right place. <laughs> if you would have just had it, Three inches, or two or three inches more forward, he could have avoid. He could have avoided this, um, you know, the, this punch from landing. Um, they both threw at the same time. Luke Woods threw with the hook at the same time, um, but uh, again, it was it was the inaccuracy with the defense that unfortunately got him caught, and uh, he got dropped. He 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 got up before the eight count, um, but um, much respect to his corner and his coaches who threw in the towel. Again, there's a lot of people that uh, that um, think it was an early stoppage, but again, as a coach, one of the things I always say is that I'd rather you be mad at me for stopping it too early rather than me coming to visit you in the hospital because I stopped it too late. Um, you know, you can, you can break every bone in your body and hurt every muscle in your body, but you only have one brain and three words that you never can come back from is permanent brain damage. So I always tell my boxers, you know, because a lot of you'll hear a lot of fighters say boxers and MMA guys, you, females. So you'll, you'll hear a lot of people say, um, they'll tell their coach, you know, if, if you ever throw in a towel, I'll be angry with you, I'll be mad with you, and say, what? Well, and my response to that is, if that's the case, then don't put me in a position to have to make that decision. If you know you're gonna be mad if I throw in a the towel, then don't don't stand there and get and get beat up against the ropes, and think that I'm just gonna stand there and watch you take a beating, just just to, just to save your pride. <laughs> nah, that's not happening. That's not happening. Anyways, back to the fight. Sorry for my little uh, safety rant there. Um, accuracy with the defense, getting your hand back up, not just in the general area. But right in that specific spot to block that, uh, to block anything that uh that, that's coming that way. So that's the punch that ended it. You can keep the picks going now. I think it's a bunch of other ones from the from just from just from different angles. Must respect to Lauer for this. Yeah, man. Oh man. so I mean. Look, he, he had his hand up, but it was just in the wrong spot, man. Accuracy with your defense. So that is the uh the 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 training piece of the week. Maybe I'm, I might start doing that with, with the with the scorecard. A, a, a defensive training tip of the week. Accuracy with the defense. Now, not just talking about it, but um, you know, giving specific drills, specific drills to to help you do that. I'll, I'll put it together, but just thinking off the top of my head right now. If you're boxing this is not just for the boxers. Anybody, even even if you're just working out just to help with your boxing skills in general. You can keep the pictures going still. Um, you can do one round specifically of only defense. That's what I have the boxers do all the time. One round of specifically only defense. Whether you're blocking to the head, making sure you're not leaving your hands open to block to the body, bringing everything down. And then same thing, that, you know, not, not just keeping your hand in the general area, but right along the jawline. Right, any punches that come, keep turning. Any punches that come above here, right? You you should be fast enough just to get right there. Right? You don't want to you don't want to blind yourself where you can't see, but just keeping it right there so you can still get up and 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 get low to to block to block the body shots from there too. As I see uh, watching the highlights, and I see um, Lee Woods' corner throwing a towel here. You, obviously, he's mad. He's mad that his corner threw in the towel, but man. You got up all wobbly and you know you just don't want to again as a coach don't put me in a position to have to make that decision if you know you're going to be mad if uh you know if i stop the fights all right all right all right on to the boxing rankings now on to the boxing rankings now so Mauricio Lara was going into this fight Mauricio Lara was ranked in the top 5 in the top 5 in um in all of these in most of the 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 major belts the ring he was ranked number 4 WBO he's ranked number 5 IBF he's ranked number 4 I don't see him in the WBA or uh, WBC rankings Lee Wood coming into this fight was ranked uh top 10 in almost all of them. He's top 10, number 6 in the ring, number 1 in WBA. I do not see him in the WBC 1. And not in the WBO either. So that's, that's funny how 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 these belts, how these guys uh, rank their belts. He's ranked number 1, number 6 in 1 number 1 in another and not even in the top 10 in the three other ones it's crazy how these how these belt uh, these belt sanctions think man so what what's the next what's next for these guys though lara i'm not first of all how old is lara then we'll see how old they are how old is Mauricio alaha he is 24 years old okay so he's still young Still got a long career ahead of him. He's only twenty-four years old, and he's already, you know, top five, basically top ten, and everything. Um, who could I see him going up against? You got some. You got some. You got it. You got a few sharks up here at, at the at one hundred twenty-six pounds, fifty-seven kg. Navarrete. He just had a close fight. His last one. Ray Vargas. Mar- uh, Mark Magsayo gary russell where is my man gary russell he had he was injured last fight but he should be in the top 10 in all of these that's disrespectful if he is not um who else we got who else we got yeah ray vargas is ranked number five in most of them uh uh, uh um you talked about navarate already robisi robisi ramirez yes 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 i'm assuming he is not yeah robisi ramirez um if you guys do recall I'll refresh your memory. He is the one who beat Shakur Stevenson at the 2016 Olympics in the gold medal match. He actually lost his first pro match, but uh, since then has been looking very good and actually looking like a like a pro, like a like a because you know the, a lot of the Cuban boxers that focus a little bit more on, on the amateur style. You know, even though a lot of them when do very good internationally as amateurs, a lot of them don't make it as professionals. Because the styles don't really translate, but Robisi Ramirez definitely is making the transition to the to the pro ranks. Like I said, yeah, he did lose his first match, but since then he's been looking very good. Like very good. I see him in the top 10 in all of them. In all the 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 in all of the rankings, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, he's ranked top ten in all of them. Top five in most of them. So yes. Robisi Ramírez, remember that name if you haven't heard it yet. Um, so for for Lara, he's the winner. Yeah, he won last night. He's gonna be looking for for bigger and better things. Who can he take on now? I mean, I'm assuming he'd, pr- he'd probably challenge Ray Vargas. Um, he took he took Lee Wood's belt last night, so he can try to challenge Ray Vargas. The WBO belt is vacant. Yeah, one of the vacant belts, the ring belts or the WBO belt are, uh, belts are vacant right now. So I'm assuming Lara is going to try to fight for one of those. Um, it's he, he'd, either, he'd either have to fight Navarate or Dogbo. Dogbo would probably be the best option to, to get that WBO belt at this stage. And then at some point in time, he's going to have to take on Herbisi Ramirez. Yeah, Gary Russell, there he is. He's ranked number five at WBC. But that is disrespectful that he's not ranked in the top 10 in the other ones. What the F is going on? Yeah, no, that is not right at all. That is not right at all. My man Gary Russell deserves deserves way more respect than that. Um, And then for Lee Woods, what is next for him? First of all, this guy is always in exciting fights. This guy Lee Woods, man. He is always in exciting fights. Um, So whoever he's fighting... He doesn't necessarily have to, when it comes to the, the financial part, whoever he fights, it will be a good paycheck for him because everybody knows, you know, he's going to put on a, a good show for wh- whoever he's fighting. Um, not, yeah, again, he's probably going to look for a comeback fight. Uh, he probably, I would assume, well, I don't know. I know they were in talks. I think they're in talks with Mick Collin for a rematch with that one. Um, I'm assuming he's going to want a rematch with this Laura fight too. So I don't know, a lot on the table. Maybe a rematch with Mick Conlon. Yes, yes. Maybe a rematch with Michael Conlon, and then the winner of that will get a a a, a rematch with uh, or get a fight with Laura for the for this belt again. Yeah, that would that would kind of make sense. Cedric sense. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Boom, boom. That's it. Just. Oh yeah, basically the 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 defensive um, the defensive drills. I think I'm gonna start that every week when when we when we do the scorecard. Every week when we do the scorecard, I am uh, I'll mention whatever whatever defensive thing I saw in the fight that we can uh, you know that I haven't spoke about yet, or I'll talk about it again, just explain it a different way, and maybe have a different drill for it. Um, I will add that to the show. Most of the time, it's going to be a defensive thing. Uh, most of the time, a defensive thing, because that's what I like to focus on. But uh, yeah, we'll mix it up sometime. So today was just shadow boxing. If you're if you if you don't have a bag, just shadow boxing. One round of only your defense. Really visualize the punches coming at you, using your legs to slip, legs to duck under, not your back, and keeping your hands up in the right accurate spots for blocking. If you have access to a heavy bag, every drill you do, you're throwing your punches, whatever punches that you're throwing, whatever, as soon as you're done, oh, oh, there should be some type of defensive move, whether it's just one block or one slip or one step to the side. You always want to expect uh, expect a, com- a punch coming back at you. So throw whatever you want in the bag, whatever, as soon as you're done, should be some type of defensive move. Always expect the punch coming back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there you have it. We got some big fights coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, what's the date today? Today is the 19th. Um, yeah, man, some big fights coming up in the next couple of weeks. I can't wait. I know Tony Harrison and Tim Zhu is going to be big. Of course, uh, Benavidez and Kayla Plant is going to be big. Uh, Tank Davis and Garcia is not for another couple of months. But there's another, a couple other fights in between that are, are going to be great, too. So. Yeah, yeah, Boxing Alive and Kicking for 2023. All right, there you have it. I am out for this week. Thank you very much for for being here and paying attention. I need more scorecards in the comment section, though, man. Come on, man. I know it's early for here. Spots around the world. Whoever's listening around the world, I need your scorecard and your explanation, please. All right, all right. Shout out to Talk and Fight, the number one boxing channel on youtube if you can't catch uh, the show live sundays at 9 30 you can catch it on any podcast platform and uh, all the other great shows that talk and fight has on youtube and on the website too subscribe to the website tell a friend to tell a friend you could catch me at cedric sports on any social media cedric sports training youtube channel too yeah 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 all right man Peace. We'll be back later for the knockout of the week with my man Mike Orr. All right. Peace.